0: Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on seventeen hundred KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back into the one o'clock hour here, the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Trent Condon and myself here with you as we are Monday through Friday from noon until two. Uh, More Iowa State Texas. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune in about fifteen minutes. Uh, Mitch Holtis will be here, the voice of the Chiefs, one of two teams that are 3-0 in the NFL. And then the head cheese, Dave Sinekin, will wrap things up. Bears v. Packers in the NFL's oldest rivalry. And you can hear the game right here tonight. But, Trent, I want to, I want to squeeze baseball in here. Sure. I mean, let's, let's hear you gloat a little bit. Your <laughs> twins lost 103 games last year. Last night, they popped champagne in Cleveland as they... Find a way to get into the playoffs. And I'm here to tell you. Yes. I believe they will beat the Yankees on Tuesday.
2: Well, it'll be more than likely Irvin Santana who started this afternoon. That's what I'm counting on, by the way. It'll be Irv against uh, Severino. Twins got to Severino the last time they saw him. Chased him after three innings. They were... They kind of figure the youngster out, who is incredible in his own right. No, he is. But doesn't the law of averages say that one of these times... you got to get by the don't Yankees. Don't you have to get by the Yankees one of these years? That, and that's been my line of thinking. I said this when it became a, a talking point, you know, May, June, you're kind of going through. And, and I just felt it would be typical Twins fashion for them to get in and then see the Yankees and lose. But it's a new regime. Not Torrey Hunter and Joe Nathan and all those guys from those past teams. Who were really good. (laughs) A good team, but but when it came around, it would be the Yankees taking it to them. New group. Young kids. And the Yankees are young themselves, and they're kind of building for the future also. But it it would just... And if that
1: doesn't work, they'll write a check.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But it, it it would be just so great for the organization to get by that, even if you go on and get swept by the Indians, just to get past that first level. Because... Watching those games, it wasn't that the Yankees were better. They were a bit better, but it's baseball. There was such a mental block that was there. Michael Kadiar, he looked like he didn't have a clue at the plate. Every time they played the Yankees, the only guy that played well was Jason Kubel. Everybody else stunk. Even they got out to a one nothing lead in one of those series. Have Johan on the mound for game two. Johan can't win. the. I mean, mm. the opportunities were there so many times. But it was that mental block they couldn't Boy, get past. Boy, his star
1: burnt out quickly, didn't it? <sighs> yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. when he left Minnesota, A, I thought it was a real kick in the you know what's if you're a Twins fan. It was. And then to watch him get over to the Mets and uh, things just they, they never they never nope. took the step that you thought it was going to take the next progressive step right but man he was so good when he was with the Twins uh, Cubs last night they they clinched set the rotation for me Trent you're Joe <laughs> Madden and this Cubs this Cubs rotation this to me is why I don't think they'll get past Washington when you look at those three heavy heads mm-hmm. that they're going to face in Scherzer and Strasburg and Gonzalez gio has been so good he's been huge, great he, he has reclamated and his under career under the radar up yes. because of the other two in front of him yeah. in the rotation.
2: What's his ERA like two two seven five? I haven't like checked that? in a yeah. while,
1: but he was uh he's, he's been really good.
2: He throws a lot of pitches. And for the Cubs that's actually a good matchup for them. But you got to find a way well, to who be- will
1: he face in game three?
2: That's what we got to figure out, right? I think it's Cantana. Are you confident with Arietta one of the first two games? No,
1: I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's first three pitchers. I think he's four.
2: Put him at four. So you're gonna go Lester, Lester Hendricks, Cantana, Arietta two. So it'll be. Lefty, righty, lefty, righty. Scherzer, Strasburg is how they'll go, right? Yes, they will. Scherzer, Strasburg. Gonzalez. Geo. And then Roark is their fourth? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I, thinking of it that way, I like Arietta. More rest, obviously. Figure out what's wrong. You know, if if there's anything that can be done with that hamstring. I don't know if it's something that you can continue pitching every fifth day and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just gets better, right? Well,
1: and, and Sunday's meaningless for the Cubs except mm-hmm. for Arietta. Yes,
2: absolutely. Just to get his pitch count up. He uh-huh. hasn't thrown, what, 71 one. Seventy 71's the, the high, yeah, you know, since he's been back. So, Lester Hendricks, you like him? I would too. put him
1: second. Yes, I would. And there's people out there that would, would probably. You know, slide Lester into the three spot. They, you might hear some Kentana Hendricks or Hendricks Kentana. Kentana was really good in his last start. Now, I haven't. I'll be honest with you, his first start, and there's had a couple uh, since the middle of August that looked like that's the guy that they brought over from the White Sox for that reason. Mm -hmm. But. It's it's the biggest question mark on this Cubs team. You know they're going to hit the ball. You know they're going to score a run. They're going to catch the baseball. They're a loaded, loaded roster. But it's the front end of that pitching staff that, to me, is the biggest question mark going into this playoffs, which is why I don't think they'll repeat. I don't think they'll get by Washington.
2: So I'm looking at the Nats lineup. Uh, when they played the Cubs, this is back a while. but. How long right. ago? Uh this was. Let's see if I can find the date. I think it was that July series. So it's quite a ways back. It's when Hendricks pitched well, though. Still got the loss. They lost four to two on a Friday uh, at Wrigley Field. Uh, so it is. You well, know, this isn't the lineup. I'm trying to find kind of a standard lineup for the Nationals. And lately, Dusty's been throwing out some garbage lineups. He's, I mean, he's had that uh, luxury, right? So you got, but let's just go through here. All right, so Wheaters will be the catcher. He is a switch hitter, mm-hmm. so he'll be probably what six seven. I think that's about the range you normally see him in the lineup. You have Daniel Murphy, left killer, <laughs> yes, playoff killer. Anthony Rendon, who some people say is the MVP of the National League. That's the kind of season that he's put together. In third base, yeah, he is a mm-hmm. uh, three hundred hitter, twenty four homers, ninety seven. Very good defensively. So that's a guy he put in the middle of the lineup. Of course, Harper's back. Trey Turner, where's Turner at right now? Turner, let's see. he's hit back, hitting the ball. That was the kind of thing I was wondering too. Is since he's come back? From yeah, because how many? He missed a bunch of games, he did. right? Yeah, yeah he, he missed
1: months. Right.
2: Yes, but looking at him, let's see. Over the last ten games, he's got thirteen hits. Okay. Yeah, he's back hitting the ball, and you know about the speed with Trey Turner. You got him out there, Harper, Howie, Howie Kendrick's running around. Jason Worth, this is a deep lineup. Mm-hmm. A very deep Adam lineup. Adam Lynn can hit the baseball. Yeah. Zimmerman. I'm trying to think of if a lefty would make more sense. Even go lefty-lefty. Right at up beginning. at the top. And try to, steal, top, huh? try to steal one of those two games against their big guns. Mm-hmm. And then you in come their back ballpark. with the chance to, if you win the two in Wrigley, you're moving on to the NLCS. Mm-hmm. So that, that's at least the thought press I was having there. But it's difficult. This national... It doesn't feel like the Nationals of old, where you could get to the bullpen. They went out. They're not
1: our oldest champion. But do you, do you like Doolittle? Yeah. Do you?
2: Yeah. I like Doolittle. I like former twin, Kinsler. Yeah. They, again, they're not wowing you. When they got the, all those guys, I was right. like, eh.
1: Because that was that yeah. that was their weakness going into yes. the, going into the it was season.
2: Awful at the beginning. of the Terrible. Year. They, they
1: but they addressed it. They yes. they, they, they were. They took the uh, the plan that the Cubs had last year. Yeah. They addressed what they need. They did it at the trade deadline. Now
2: they're set. Madsen. At least they think. Madsen do. What about the Baker has, factor? Well, dusty. Well, and it is the playoffs, mm-hmm. and he's going to be leaning on Scherzer and Strasburg a yeah. lot. You got to figure right. Why wouldn't you? With the bullpen, with the questions, even with the guys they brought in, you're going to see that. I think it's a good matchup for, as inconsistent and frustrating as times as this Cubs team is, I think this is about as good as you can ask for of a matchup against a team that is as good as the Nationals.
1: If you had to bet a team in, in the National League to come out of the National League, I, I would bet the Nationals. Probably, yeah. I, the Cubs. You get have the too
2: best price, I think, in Arizona. They're tur- they, you know what they can beat it, They can beat mm. the Dodgers. Yes, if they get by Colorado, right. and I believe that they will. I do too. Uh, they can be they're not scared of them. No, not at all. And the season record went their way, right? Yeah. In terms of price, I'd probably, you know, throw throw a nickel on down on that. Mm-hmm. But if it was everything was across the board, you just pick one with even odds, it'd be the National. What would the what what price
1: are we going to be able to get on Tuesday on the Twins to beat the Yankees, do you think? Oh, you'll be in the
2: plus one eighty range.
1: You don't think it will top two, huh?
2: <sighs> Well, the last time that the Twins went up against Severino, it was the Yankees were minus 320, but it was also Bortolo on the other side right. as opposed to that. Right. It'll probably go off Yankees, maybe Yankees minus 220 and mm-hmm. get plus 200. I could buy that. It'll be right around that mark, though, basically two to one. You know, That's a juicy proposition right there. 33% chance of Absolutely. getting it done. I think the chances are even higher than thirty three percent, and that's what the odds would tell you it is at, at basically mm-hmm. two to one.
1: The best month oh. of sports is right around the corner. Your Get paid on it. Uh?
2: Without a doubt. Without it's not even close. You got your hockey starting out. Did Wednesday. I hear correctly mm. the uh preseason hockey really hitting things hard. Did the Vegas expansion team really score nine goals in uh, one of their preseason I have no night? idea. Okay. I saw last
1: night they finally played their first home game. I Where, where have was? they been? Yeah. <laughs> right? Out, out. Be I thought I heard they, this they scored weekend.
2: nine goals, though, in uh in one of their games in the preseason. All I know
1: is Liney had two goals, three assists the other night. The Jets won 5-2. But who's paying are attention? Are they a playoff team?
2: Yes. They are. Yeah. We're going to do a lot on the Jets this year. Prop bet. Uh, I might need to... Get your- are,
1: you know what, are they a play Well, you know what, let's talk off here because I don't want to lose our <laughs> right, audience. Right? Exactly. It's Texas-Iowa State. Here it, we are absolutely. breaking down the Winnipeg Jets. And Dylan Montz is next from the Ames Tribune back into Texas and Iowa State. Then we'll get to the NFL. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, will be here. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com, about 145. Trent Conn and myself with you Monday through Friday, noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
3: The prices at some Halloween attractions are scarier than the events themselves. That's why we're bringing you Half-Off Haunts. You'll save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Like Howell's Pumpkin Patch. Howells Pumpkin Patch is loaded with pumpkins and farm fun, including a corn maze, giant bull slide, great pumpkin jumping pad, new this year eight-person international harvester pedal tractor, and push-pull tractors and more. Another Half-Off Haunt is Scream Acres at Bloomsbury Farm in Atkins. Screenmakers Acres features four different attractions. Cell Block Z, the Carnival Chaos, the Slaughterhouse, and Haunted Cornfield. The final half-off haunt is the Pumpkin Ranch in Winterset. Home of Iowa's mega corn maze, jump pillows, zip lines, giant tube slide, a toddler town, and pumpkins. Learn more about these half-off haunts now with the Sweet Deals at 1700KBGG.com. Quantities are limited. Don't miss your chance to save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Half-off haunt. Once.
0: Pour the wine and pop the corn. Because tonight, TGIT is back. Think you can handle it? I'm a freaking warrior queen. First on the two-hour season premiere of Grey's Anatomy, the return of an ex kicks off a twisty love triangle. Who are you? I'm Meredith Grey. What? Oh,
4: look what you made me do. And on the season premiere of How to Get Away with Murder,
0: jaws are dropping
4: and so are bombshells.
0: I'm begging you, take mercy on me. TGIT is back.
5: Tonight at 7. Then watch Local 5 News at 10. And tomorrow, wake up with Good Morning Iowa's Elias Johnson and Sabrina Ahmed.
2: Every morning on Local 5, Sabrina and I share the stories that are important to Iowans.
0: And being from Iowa, Elias and I know what impacts you. We went to school here.
2: Our families are growing up here. And we're proud to call Iowa home. We invite you to wake up to Local 5's Good Morning Iowa.
3: Weekdays at 5, because we We are are Iowa.
4: Iowa.
2: 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you.
5: Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-333 3-1-1-5-7-7. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon.
0: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
1: The Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Portions of the program brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Of course, they sponsor David Kappen, who joins us every Wednesday at 1225. Cappy brought to us by heartlandflags.com. The Cubs are NL central champs. You can use coupon CUBSWIN. 20% off all Cubs items, and that's through Monday, the 2nd of October, at heartlandflags.com. 20% off all Cubs items. Only through Monday, use the coupon Cubs win. Well, will the Cyclones win? Let's go to Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, Texas, Iowa State, seven hundred one kickoff tonight. Dylan joins us. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Dylan Montz?
4: Doing pretty well, guys. How are you? I'm doing
1: fine, Dylan. What do you think that uh, that Iowa State is focused on practice wise? You know, since the Akrum game, what do you think the coaches, when they're watching the the, the tape of the game, thought uh, that we need to clean what up? What do you think they've spent the most time focusing on uh, during this uh, mini buy, if you will?
4: Yeah, I'll keep it kind of brief with that, but I think it's basically for the defense. They've really focused on third downs. In stopping those third down conversions, Akron um, was able to get six, third and longs, I think uh, in that game uh, and just really was able to kind of sustain drives. And Iowa State obviously went one going away in that game, but that's something that I think is, is was a little bit of a concern, uh, particularly in the last two weeks. I don't think they allowed uh, many third and long conversions against you uh, and I, but against Iowa started to creep up a little bit and then certainly in the Akron game. so once you get into a league with the offenses, um, with the likes of West Virginia and Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, um, you really got to limit those opportunities for those teams. So I think that was probably one of the biggest things they focused on during the bye week.
2: What is the biggest concern with this Texas team with this matchup tonight? There's something that the Longhorns do well that should concern the Cyclone fans
4: out there. Yeah, I think Texas has proven... Um, maybe that uh, Maryland gained hope in the season was a little bit of an aberration uh, allowing 51 points and and Maryland was able to kind of really impose its will at times offensively so I think um, in the subsequent weeks Texas has really shown that it's had a strong front seven. Uh, Their defensive line is really good and really big and Puna Ford is a guy uh, at nose tackle that can really be disruptive and get good push at the line to make way for some of those linebackers so I think the Iowa State offensive line is going to have a challenge in front of itself tonight to to really protect Jacob Park, Um, and they've done a good job of that throughout this season and only allowed one sack and only five quarterback hurries, but um, this is going to be a little bit of a different animal, so to speak, and they've really got to keep him upright and then also uh, create lanes for David Montgomery. And Mm -hmm. He's covered up some mistakes or or holes or gaps um, in the run blocking at times just because of the talent that he has, but uh, they've really got to be sound against this Texas team because if they're not, um, uh, this this Texas team has, a, has enough talent to kind of make them pay in that area.
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with uh, what Puna Ford does. I mean, he clogs up the middle. He allows those linebackers, in particular Jefferson, and, and Wheeler's a good player too, 45, to run around and make plays. If if I set the over-under on David Montgomery uh, rushing yards tonight at 90, uh, would you take the over or the under in that one, do you think,
4: Dylan? Ooh, that's yeah. That might that's, be that's high. Good, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think uh, without seeing too, seeing Texas too much, and with the mystery still uh, surrounds them, um, because I think they're somewhere in the middle of what they played like in that USC game, where they played really tight and played really well, um, and they're somewhere in the middle of, of that Maryland game too. But I, I think this defensive line and that front seven is going to find its way and be yeah. able to shut people down. So I, I'm probably going to take the under on that, but. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, let's say, if he can break a couple runs or, or find his own way like he has so many times this season already.
2: Let's continue with the over-unders with Dylan Montz. Uh Dylan, over-under 40.5 pass attempts for Jacob Park.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go over. Um, I, I think he's going to air the ball out a lot. Um, they're going to have to make a lot of quick passes and really kind of Try to take away what texas does well like we've been talking about is that front seven so i think they're going to try to get it out to those wide receivers quite a bit um how the texas backs contend with with those those tall guys is going to be interesting because they do have some size around there yep. um but i i think jacob park will be throwing it out quite a bit maybe some uh, passes over the middle to hakeem butler or get it underneath to deshante jones or trevor ryan uh, marchie murdoch has kind of emerged in recent weeks so i think um, they're going to air it out quite a bit, um, especially if that, that offensive line is struggling to kind of create the holes in lanes for David Montgomery.
1: We had Eric on in, in the previous hours. He kind of – well, he didn't, kind of. He said that he believes that Cotton Moya is going to play tonight. Is that your assumption as well, Dylan?
4: Yeah, and Matt Campbell didn't totally tip his hat one way or the other. At the beginning of the week, I got the inkling that he's going to play and be back out there. I think Matt Campbell kind of uh, – Uh, reading between the lines, it's kind of like he's possibly going to be back there, which is big because um, uh, the secondary uh, came into the season touted um, as the strength of the defense, and they've had um, some slip-ups here and there and some coverage problems. So getting all those guys back into the rotation with DeAndre Payne and and Kamari Kottamoy, if they they both play, that's really going to strengthen that group and kind of bring some stability and some veteran presence back there.
2: Dylan, what does a victory do tonight outside of the obvious, move them to 3-1 and one and halfway to bowl eligibility? What does a win tonight on national television do for the football program at Iowa State?
4: Yeah, I think it just kind of validates that the, the rebuild and the job that Matt Campbell's doing is working. Uh, I don't think um, certainly a loss hurts more eligibility chances. I don't think it's detrimental to, to the effort that Campbell and his staff have done. Uh, but a win certainly um, boosts you up quite a bit and, and and makes you look like, hey, you know, we, we've injected talent into this program, but now we're finding ways to, to win big games on a big stage and really put ourselves in a position to go make the postseason. So I think it's big from that standpoint for sure.
1: Texas's uh, coaching staff, particularly the offensive uh, coaches, seems like the, the fan base has been up in arms that uh, they just didn't try to establish the run against USC last week, and that was a product of... A, they're in the, the upstairs in the in the press box, watching it unfold and watching what USC is trying to take away from the defensively. But but that being said, do you think that they not bow to pressure, but it almost seems as though they're going to maybe placate the fans tonight, uh, they're the the uh, Longhorn fans, by trying to establish the run? Do you believe that they're going to do that tonight, despite the fact that Heacock and company? you know, may have been, you know, the use employing similar tactics to what USC as far as trying to stop that running game and let the young quarterbacks beat them.
4: Yeah, I think that will be part of it. Um, and, and then I think another big thing of it, too, is the Texas coaches, similar to what Iowa State was last year, are just trying to figure out what they have. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily that they're ignoring the run, but they're trying to find out different ways to make that offense work, especially with young quarterbacks you really got to try a lot of different things and use the non-conference as a trial and error to what could be good for the offense and bring about the most production. So I think they will try to establish some sort of run and have have some sort of balance. But, um, you know, I think as, as you look at the Iowa State defense, that defensive line really has kind of um, raised a few eyebrows in a good way and shown that it can be, um, you know, better than it has been certainly in the last several years. So it will be interesting to see, what kind of test that group gets to because I think I might have said it earlier this week or I said it elsewhere. I think that's kind of where this game is going to be won. How well do, does Iowa State hold up on both the offensive line and defensive line going against the size and, and, frankly, in the high talent that Texas has on both groups?
2: Dylan, we know this fan base is incredible, the way they support a football program that, frankly, hasn't given them a whole lot to cheer about throughout the years. Uh, tonight, Thursday night, kind of tough for some people getting off of work workday tomorrow, all those kind of things. I mean, is this thing going to be banged out 61-5, or could you see some scatter seats still available out there?
4: Yeah, I, I think it'll be um, a healthy crowd. I think there will be some pockets here and there, just because it is tough on a Thursday night. People are getting off work around 5 o'clock. It's tough to make it into Jack Trice uh, for that seven-zero-one kick, and, and then people just uh, can't get away necessarily for, for that weeknight game. So I think there will be pockets, but uh, as you said, Iowa State has has had good crowds later in the season on Thursday nights. Um, you know, when the record hasn't been as poor. So I think with the opportunity that the team has at this point, I think you will see maybe a bigger Thursday night crowd than there has been in the past. But um, you know, I think it's just uh, you know, only natural that there will be a couple pockets here and there where where people can't make it.
1: Uh, What about the Tom Herman factor in all of this, Um, Dylan? How how much of a factor is that? I mean, he was on that coaching staff when Oklahoma State brought that shiny brand, that shiny record into Ames on that Friday night, got picked off last time that Iowa State hosted Texas. Iowa State shut them out a couple of years ago. Uh, The Tom Herman factor, um, I mean, Iowa State will have Texas's undivided attention, I would think, because Herman knows the lay of the land, if nothing else.
4: Yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing he's probably preached to his team this week. Is he's seen it from from the Iowa State side, and, and he even mentioned on the Big 12 teleconference on Monday, uh, a lot of those guys on the Texas roster right now were were there for the Iowa State 24 to nothing win in Ames two years ago. So I it's hard to think that, uh, especially with the situation Texas is in right now, where they're trying to reload with talent and, and climb back to to where. Texas football should be or as perception-wise is for people. Um, it's hard to imagine them kind of uh, laying off on this game or not really giving it their full attention. So I think there's a lot of different factors in play, but Tom Herman being at Iowa State firsthand and seeing several of those big wins, whether it's against Texas in 2010 or Iowa in 2011 or Oklahoma State, um, he, he's going to bring that home to them and, and make sure they're not thinking about anything else.
2: Ken, you got anything else on football? I do have a basketball note I want to say
1: uh, I, I see that the Puerto Rican thing has been moved. Is that where you're going? That's
2: exactly where I was going, so uh that means no trip for you Dylan to Puerto Rico. You got to go to Myrtle Beach instead. Is that okay? Have you ran that by Hines yet?
4: Yeah, I think Travis will take that uh-huh. one, so he'll be headed to uh-huh. he'll be headed to beautiful South Carolina, but um you know obviously unfortunate and 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 sad what's happening in Puerto Rico and it seemed like an inevitability. just with – the the problems that they're having right now so it's too bad and um you know but the the trip to south carolina none of the dates will change um the opponents won't change so it'll be uh you know a better place obviously to host the tournament at this point
1: yeah and you know what unfortunately you know what the consolation prize in that for you is right a trip to waco because i think it's the same weekend as the club on the road dylan great stuff let's try and find a few minutes to recap tomorrow if your busy schedule allows okay thank you dylan all right, thanks, guys. You bet. Take uh, take care, Delamonts, Ames Tribune. Yeah, Trent, uh, Myrtle Beach. Um, mm-hmm. Look, you knew they. There was no way yes. in hell. I mean, these people in like, power. Mm-hmm. I, I found it um, disappointing, distasteful. The fact, like one day after the storm leaves the island, right? W- people are reaching out to, to find out the latest on this tournament. Is it going to oh, be played? These people don't even know where their home is. Right.
2: They 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 have no idea how they're going to get through this, and they're they're worried about a basketball tournament. No, they're not. Speaking of that, the Twins and Indians are scheduled to play next year a series. Remember uh, the Expos played there, but as they're making the move to the Nationals at that. Park? I
1: do recall that. It's yes, Big Horn Park. I'm not like sure that, what it is.
2: I and I haven't even thought of it until just now. That I wonder. If, I mean, even then, next season. I mean, well, have, hopefully, by then, by a power. Yeah, well, yeah, they'll they'll have power at that point, but you know baseball maybe it's something though that you know can bring some money in to Puerto Rico and do that but yeah that just kind of popped into my mind south carolina good venue they've uh, they have a tournament down there every year anyway and south carolina is one of these teams in that tournament so you know they'll be. A, oh, that makes a some good, sense. A good uh, crowd on hand, at least for that. Uh, Mitch Holters, the voice of the Chiefs, is
1: uh, here next as we'll switch to the NFL. It's Mitch's normal spot. We know they don't play until uh, Monday night. That's actually one of the. And, and you said it earlier, Trent. I think it was off air we were talking about the. It's not the shiniest week in the yeah. NFL. There's a couple. I mean, Raiders Broncos is a pretty big game. Yeah, yeah. And the country will see that one. That's um, uh,
2: 3 o'clock, uh, 3.25, eight. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Romo and Nance on the call with that one. But the Monday Nighters got some juice to it, yeah, I think.
2: I like it. I, I like it overall. You know, with the Bears and Packers playing each other tonight, mm-hmm. takes away that local angle that we and, the Chiefs and I have weekend. And the Chiefs Monday. <laughs> yeah. We got the Vikings and that's it. And, and Paul
1: Allen will be here tomorrow, with the courtesy of our friends at Mr. Executive of 135.
2: It's uh, yeah, just a weird weekend overall. Even college football-wise. I mean, we'll be watching Iowa, Michigan State, Von Clemson, not not great by any means. It, it would have been fun to have this weekend actually matter in baseball. Yeah, that's uh, for Sunday for sure. It doesn't Yeah, at all. You
1: know what matters? is tomorrow night's slate in college it does. football. It, does. It's, it might be the best Friday night slate maybe in the history of Friday night college yes. football games. It really I, might be. Yeah. And of, of the three, the one I'm going to pay the closest attention to is you know from where we sit. <laughs> the one that matters the least. Absolutely. <laughs> Illinois and Nebraska, and you've got all those other two uh, heavy head games. Both unbeatens, right?
2: Duke, yeah. Duke hasn't lost their 4-0. Miami's right. 2-0. Right. And, of course, Washington State and USC. Both on un- Yes, yeah, crazy. Yeah, give Washington State a chance. I did before this week, but now it seems like everybody loves Wazoo. I know. And when everybody's going one way, Trent, what do you do? You go the other with complete confidence. <laughs> we'll take
1: a timeout. Mitch Holtus, Dave Sinek and the head cheese. NFL segment, NFL conversation coming up next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Six months ago,
5: you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year, autumn. Harvest, Oktoberfest, and what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessenhaus. Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a liter of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House, Fourth and Court, Des Moines. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Amber Gustafson,
3: Ambrosia Donuts, Ankeny Centennial Choral Music Parent Organization, Ankeny Community Greetings, Capital Edge, Cedar Valley Energy, DSM Professional Maintenance, Iowa Air National Guard, Iowa Merchant Solutions, IP Pathways, Mainstream Boutique Ankeny, Try Therapy, Unity Point at Trail Point Physical Therapy,
5: Villas at Meadow Springs. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members, Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at Ankeny.org. Ankeny.org.
0: Running low on the stuff you need, time for a target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too, like an afternoon snack attack. Now through Saturday, get Chobani Flip Greek Yogurt, just 10 for $10. Add more yum to the mix with raspberries and blackberries on sale two for $5. Then clean up with a three-pack of Clorox Whites always a great deal at 589 plus we've lowered prices on thousands of items target run and done pricing may vary restrictions may apply tonight the must-see comedy phenomenon is back we should
3: just be what we've always been
0: a sad middle-aged lady and grace 16 time emmy winner will and grace Not all gays think alike Oh, I forgot to ask, did you see Ryan Lockett get attacked on Dancing with the Stars? (laughs) The Return of Will and Grace, part of a new night of comedies. Superstore in the Good Place, followed by Will and Grace and Great News, tonight on NBC.
2: Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right.
4: Bellagio. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049.
3: Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dude's Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR
0: guys are you ready to begin your journey to live life better are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom
2: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Uh, Dave Sinek and theheadcheese.com coming up momentarily. Mitch Holtus, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Let's get to Mitch. Uh, he joins us. Mitch, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Mitch Holtus? Well, doing okay. We
3: uh, roll on, get ready for Monday night
1: football. Yeah, Monday Night Football, you know, to me, Mitch, and maybe it's a product of, uh, you know, being in my late 50s, it's still it's still the spot for me. I mean, I loved that game last Monday night. Uh, Monday Night Football, for me, will always hold a special uh, place. I know Sunday night maybe gets the better matchups, although I would argue this week, but Monday night has by far the best matchup. But what does Monday Night Football mean to you, Mitch Holtus? Well, uh, from a logistical
3: standpoint, it throws everything off the grid, like this is Thursday, but it's really Wednesday, uh, but honestly, at Arrowhead Stadium, some of the greatest sporting events I've been involved with have been Monday night games at Arrowhead. There's the anticipation really all weekend long, and then all day long uh, on Monday, and then the stadium just, and it's just